Today's episode is brought to you by Babbel. Babbel's going to help you learn a new language and change your reality, man. That seems like a promise they can't keep, but I said it, and so you know what? Reality is a perception, dude. That's true. Let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dog. Ghost and Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 live. Before our recording studio, recording. Wake your ass up, it's the next in the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sunday episode of Cax and Crendor in the morning. Hey. Hi. Hello. Oh, oh, hello. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> it's it sounded like you just walked into the room like oh hi hello oh, <laughs> like hey. you didn't know that I was here you wow. weren't expecting me hey it's you come <laughs> I, I got here before you I didn't expect to see you here how's, how's it going oh I you know we we planned on meeting here I I just got here early uh, so did why we? you it's, wouldn't expect uh, to see me here is strange yeah that's weird yeah, I don't know yeah I don't know it's uh so nice what did you nice, forget. No, I didn't. I didn't forget. I wouldn't forget. Okay. It's great weather. Great weather we're having. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know because I've been here waiting for you for days. Oh, actually. Oh. Yeah. That's. What was that like? Well, boring for one. <laughs> oh, they got like magazines or something. No, nope, this is just an empty room. You said <laughs> meet me in this empty room, and I did. And you didn't come for days, and I didn't know when you were going to get here, and I didn't want to leave, because then, what if you showed up? So I just sort of sat here. Yeah, I didn't think anyone was actually going to show up to an empty room and just sit here. Well, you invited me. Why wouldn't I Why wouldn't I do that? I wouldn't do it. Well, obviously, you just got here. <laughs> I feel like we're doing some like Saturday Night Live improv <laughs> for like, training. Like a bit. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, that was a good bit. Good job, everybody. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Hey, good job. Hey, good job. <laughs> um, yeah, what's going? What's going on? <laughs> no, nothing today. Uh, <laughs> just to give an example of of how joyous my life is. Mm -hmm. Today, uh, I met some. You know, I met the boys for some brunch. It was delicious. We went to this place that's kind of like. Um, as usual, up near everyone else but me. Right. And uh, <laughs> so I drove over there, and the place is, it's very nice. It was it was pretty packed. They finally lifted all the different restrictions here in L.A., so mm -hmm. people are actually going out to do stuff. And uh, it's like a restaurant on the corner of a pretty busy, bitty, what was what? Pretty bitty? A pretty bitty, <laughs> a pretty bitty. <laughs> Damn, that's a pretty bitty corner right there. <laughs> On a pretty busy corner of L.A. where they, again, L.A. is not known for its metro systems, but yes. this corner is where there is a massive bus stop area plus also a uh, metro train station. And so, and it's all like above, you know, on... on Sky trains or whatever the hell you know, like <laughs> it's above trains. you. It's on lifted tracks, and so this area they just recently built this in the last I don't know five years, and that whole area is like popping off. It has all these restaurants and all these great places there, and so they wanted to meet there, and I was like, sure. There's plenty of parking. There's a lot of parking, so I just went to one of the parking garages, went and had this great brunch with the boys, 
left, went to my car, paid the eight, $18 is what they charged me to park there, by the way. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. Yeah, it was. They're like, oh, yeah, no, it's it's 15 every 15 minutes. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, like yeah, we charge you by minutes. every 15 minutes. I know. I was like, that's get weird. out of town. <laughs> but it's $18 for the day. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, so it's $18 parking is what you're telling me. Yeah. Anyway, I um paid my 18 bucks. Too much money, but whatever. <laughs> I go to leave, pull up to the exit, put my my card in, and it scans, and it's like, license mismatch. What the hell? <laughs> so it pops out the little the little card thing it gave me, and I look at it, and it says I paid the money, so I put it back in. It goes, license mismatch. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Thankfully, there's no one else in this garage with me, so I... Back up a little bit, and I see a security guy, and I wave, and he's sitting there in his, his little security vehicle, I assume texting or something. <laughs> I'm like, hey, can you help me? This thing's not letting me out. Says there's a license mismatch. He's like, oh, this happened before. Uh, do you have the same license plate? Like, what? Yes, of course I have the same. It's my same license plate as when I pulled it. He's like, no, no, no. Is your front one different from your back one? Why would that ever be the case? He's like, oh, last time this guy pulled in, his front one was from New Jersey, his back one's from California. Like, what? why would anyone do that? What? That guy's an idiot. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, you're telling me. Eh, hold on, let me look. And he, like, gets up. Dude is, I don't know, 85 maybe. Gets up wearing his, like, security outfit, wanders over. Looks at my license plate in the front, wanders over, looks at my license plate in the back, and goes, you're right, it is the same. (laughs) Yes. Of course it is the same. He's got like an old dog with him that's like 40 years old. He's got like a (laughs) flashlight, even though it's daylight. He's like, "Eh." He definitely had a flashlight, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. It was was 2 p.m. Sunlight is pouring in. He was using a flashlight. Yes. Very much. The trope is real. <laughs> and he was like, well, have you tried putting it in again? I'm like, yes. And I put it in. He's like, all right. Uh, there's another exit. I'm like, okay. So I back up. <laughs> Thankfully, again, no one's there. I back up, drive all the way to the other side of the parking garage, and I get to that one, put the card in, and it's like, license mismatch. I'm like, What? <laughs> what? So at this point, I'm I'm agitated because all I want to do is go home. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I sit there trying to get it in. It's a license mismatch. Pull it out. Put it back in. License mismatch. And the guy, I hear him because he apparently followed me, pulled up. It's like, have you tried wiping it on your shirt? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so I take, it's just like one of those pieces of paper they give you for a ticket to say like yeah. you parked there. So I wipe that ticket, a piece of paper on my shirt, put it in. License mismatch. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. So he's like, all right, all right, hold on. Presses the help button on the the machine. And a phone starts ringing. And the woman picks up and she's like, hello? Like, hi, uh, I'm trying to use this pass that I paid $18 for in order to exit the parking garage. It's not letting me exit. And she's like, now, did you pay for it? I'm like, I did pay for it. She's like, okay, please hold. And then I literally hear it like hang up. 
<laughs> and the guy looks at me and he's like, I guess we'll wait and see what she says. And it's going, meh. Like, <laughs> like the tiles out of her hanging up. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, I'm going to park my... Uh, my uh, whatever that is, his, I was about to say car, but not like his <laughs> golf, golf cart. cart. Yeah, yeah, because I park my cart behind you, so uh, people don't try to get in line behind you. And so then, of course, the car immediately pulls up, <laughs> and he's like talking to him, and I can hear everything saying, "He's like, yeah, this guy can't figure out how to exit." So uh, <laughs> this guy's kind of dumb. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. <laughs> this guy's uh, I don't know what's wrong with him. He just doesn't know how to get out of his parking garage. <laughs> So here I am, sitting there, this guy's roasting me to some stranger. I'm like, oh my god. Meanwhile, the, the tone, like, eh, is still going. And I'm like, should I call them again? Maybe he knows something I don't. Maybe they're really on the line still. Ten minutes goes by, and he finally comes up again. He's like, so, did she say anything? I'm like, I think she hung up, dude. And he's like, okay, let me try it again. And he presses the call button. This time another woman picks up. She's like, hello. I'm like, hey, yeah, I paid 18 bucks to get out of this parking garage. I put in my ticket. It's not letting me out. It keeps saying there's a license mismatch. I don't know what to do. It's not a license mismatch. If anything, it looks like the ticket just failed to record my license when I initially pulled in. What's the uh, ticket number? I'm like, okay, here's the ticket number. She's like, okay, and um, what's the last four of the credit card? And I give her the last four, and she's like, all right. Opens it instantly. <laughs> I was like, shut up. Must have spent 20 minutes in there. I was like, come on. Are you kidding me? And the guy looks at me. He's like, honestly, that wasn't so bad. We should have done that to begin with. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I drove off, and I hope to never go back there again. Man, that is, that is a journey. It was certainly a journey. I was like, come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Meanwhile, the dumb thing is, is everyone else, this place was on, again, on a corner of like a very happening section of the city. And there are many parking garages. And there's a parking garage that I know and have been in numerous times. But I thought, oh, well, this one's closer. So it'll be like easier. Nah. Nah. Should have just gone to the one I normally go to. That was stupid. <laughs> yeah, you made the you goof that one. Everyone went like probably had a great day. <laughs> they went off on their day and had a whole thing. And I uh, sat in a parking garage with an old man who was like, "I don't know what's going on here. Hold on, let me here. check your license plates." <laughs> he, honest to God, thought I was just dumb. He was like, "Hold on, let me." No, no, it really, it really is the same license plates. I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. If he would have come back and said that my front plate and my back plate were different, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? You guys have crazy parking stories. I feel LA like. is a nightmare when it comes to parking. Everything about this town is ins I'm telling you, every time I parked on the street, something terrible has happened. Every time, like, unless you have a parking spot assigned to you, it is 50-50 chance whether you come out in your car is fine. <laughs> That's just fact. <laughs> The other day, I saw, I uh, thankfully, God, it might have been Friday. Uh, thankfully, uh, I had my actual parking spot. But like when I left the gated area of the um, what the work rent whatever space that we're in, mm -hmm. the office area, 
I pulled down to the street, and the place where I normally park, there was a car there, and the car had, like, another car's license and fender smashed up under one of its wheels. So someone hit the car, pulled back, and drove off and just left (laughs) their light. What's crazy, they left their license in with, with the front bumper. So, I mean, like, our, I guess we'll figure out who that was. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sounds crazy. I've been doing uh, some stuff. Elden Ring. Ah, uh, yes. Well, I see that you're on an adventure. Yep. I am now nine and a half hours into my no combat playthrough. How is that going? It's going fantastic. I have discovered a giant portion of the map. Uh, and then through the help of chat, uh, I'm, I'm trying to just literally never kill anything. Two things. I've, I've swung my arms twice. Once to get a guy out of the ground. <laughs> and another time, uh, I didn't even, actually, I didn't even swing. It was uh, a mob went in an elevator with me and died. Because it got that, crushed by I the mean, elevator. that happens. Yeah. yeah. So those are the only things I've killed, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but yeah, I've not, I haven't killed anything. Like you know, I haven't like equipped so you're a still weapon. Technically level one. No, I'm level twenty six seven. How'd that happen? So you can still get runes from selling stuff, and you get runes from like skulls on the ground. So I just ride around. I pick up literally everything I find, and then I sell it, and then I use that to level up. That's, I mean, that's not too shabby. Yeah, and now... <laughs> I can't believe you, you can pull that off while, I don't know, like, not being attacked. Yeah, that's right around my horse goat. That's ah, great. Well, so I, you uh, haven't, you haven't like, experienced the inside of anything then? Uh, No, I've still gone through some dungeons, got to bosses, but I can't Amazing. fight the bosses. Except, there is one. <laughs> this was, like... With the powerful help of chat, they're like, all right, this this boss is possible for you to not fight. And I was like, let's do it. So I had to go get some stuff. I'm not going to like spoil anything for people that are playing it still. I had to go get some stuff. I had to do a thing. I had to go down a thing. I had to do another thing. And I had to go back to a thing and like run through this giant castle. And then I got to the point and they're like, all right. This is where you do it. And then I did like a test run of the boss fight. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to take, this is going to take longer than usual, but I can do this. So it's possible. I'm going to beat a boss without fighting. I, here's what I've learned from watching Octo play. Right. I have no point of reference for how hard bosses are. That man (laughs) has broken the game. He is It's so gross. It's so gross to watch him play because, like, last night, for example, he was running around. He randomly found a giant tree castle place. Mm -hmm. No clue where this was. Everyone's like, oh, this is an optional area. That was his entire night. I think it was like six hours of (laughs) him wandering this place looking for – I was blown away by the scale of it. But anyway, at the very, very end, he comes across this room. And everyone's like, oh, my God. In chat, everyone's freaking out. They're like, right? (laughs) Apparently, this is the hardest boss in the game. The hardest. Because when it hits you, whether you block or whatever, it steals life. Ah, I see. And so, and it's two phases. 
So you have to beat the long ass, like just live through it. It's it's healing itself phase, mm. and then the second phase is like it does a shit ton of damage. So I was just like, okay, I need to look this up. Is this really as hard? So as I'm googling the like details of this boss, dude beats it. <laughs> I was like, shut up. He uh, he beat phase one. I was like, no way. And then phase two, it took him, I don't know, six or seven tries. But the man, I was so, I was like, look, like, is this really hardest? And all these videos were like, number, like the top 10 hardest villain or hardest bosses. And it was always number one. <laughs> and I, as I was watching a video of a guy being like, this is why it's so incredibly hard. At the, it, I, I watched the man beat it. I was like, shut <laughs> up. Shut. And he just, he has found. Uh, I, I, I don't know if intelligence or uh, is I don't know if it's busted or what But he he's he has 80 intelligence At the moment <laughs> And he goes into combat Either with a magical sword That swings magical waves of energy At people that like do 50% of their life Or oh, yeah. he, has a, he has a staff That he just goes He has two abilities I've only ever seen him use it It's hilarious the initial starting ability that is literally just like a pea shooter that's like pew, oh, pew, yeah. pew, does a ton of damage. Or or he got this ability that flings rocks at them, and the rock damage is so high, it's broken. Because I guess it's a magic ability that does physical damage. So it is all these... I've watched him fight dragons where the dragon shows up and the music gets really loud. And it's like, I am Gorgas Moth, <laughs> destroyer of worlds. And he like goes under their belly and just goes rock, 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 rock. All right, I'll take the loot. And I'm like, get out of here. You've broken this game. It is mind blowing to watch. I can't stop watching because nothing seems difficult. Like he'll die because he's trying to like run through an area and not find anyone. Yeah. And then he'll just get like shot by an arrow for no right. damn reason, and he'll die. But like when he is intent on fighting, he's just there was one fight where he cloned himself, made a mimic of himself, and then both of them just started doing this AOE conal blast of you know like an ice cone in yeah. front of them, and they just pinned a boss in the corner. It was like cone, cone, cone. And the boss died. And I was like that thing didn't even fight back. Oh, it's busted. Well, I can't uh, stop watching. I think there's some weapons that are probably busted and some that aren't, or like some specs. So I think if you want it to be harder, you can like just choose to not use those. I know plenty of, I know like, I think Benji, I was watching him play, he's more in it for like the lore and like the challenge, so he doesn't really do that much. Uh, but like watching him play is what made me want to just run around. Cause I'm like, listen, I don't want to fight in this game. I'm not bad or I'm not good at combat, right? I don't. Even for people like, oh, this is so easy. I would still get destroyed. So I'm like... Oh, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to run around. Like, uh, and that's that's what I've been doing. And then it just became a thing where I'm like, I wonder how far I can get without fighting anything. So like people come in the stream, they're just like, wow, this guy really isn't fighting anything. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, what if you just, just go kill the little bug for loot? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like that... That would be fighting something. And the dude, like, he's just rolling his little ball. Like, I'm not going to go interrupt what he's doing. Yeah, that little dung beetle. He's hey. just rolling his little poo ball. He's just Don't living his him. life. Yeah. So, no, I'm loving it. It's been fun. It's like its own challenge in a way. And on top of that, you get to explore everything. So it's been fun. There's, It's beautiful is what it is. Yeah. Everything about it, as you explore and see different things, it definitely has that feel of, oh, my, what is that? I need to find out. I'm going there. Yeah. 
That's what I love about it. And I, just, I get to see everything. And then so even if I don't fight anything, people will be like, oh, I got to this area. I'll be like, oh, I know where that is. That's where I ran around the dragon. <laughs> That's where I ran around the castle and get through. There's the one, there's like this one thing. I was like in the mines and I was like, I should have died maybe like 10 times, but I just kept like sneaking past it and dodging it. And they're like, oh my God, he's making gamer moves, dude. He's making gamer moves. <laughs> you are a gamer. You do make gamer moves. Don't I let anyone tell you otherwise. 100%. So. Yeah. I'm excited to see if I can beat this boss. That'll be like the highlight of my entire game gameplay playthrough or whatever. I was talking with Gerard today, and he said that uh, one of the bosses that he fought, he uh, you know how there are notes everywhere, right? Yeah. Apparently there were a bunch of notes that went off like around the corner from where the boss's uh, fog door thing was. And he was like, huh. So he followed them, and they kept leading him to a, like a weird jumping puzzle thing. And it jumped him up around the door into the boss's room. And the boss was just standing there T-posing. So he killed him. <laughs> he got the loot. And I was like, shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, any way you can win is how you do it. That's how you do it. That's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, that's what I love. It's like, it's like Breath of the Wild. But, you know, it's like a hard mode Breath of the Wild because it's got that everything's like physics. and everything. So you could just like do some busted weird stuff and it works. That's and I think that's the most fun is seeing all the weird busted stuff that happens. Yeah. And just trying to like figure things out. One of the things I noticed is that a lot of the time many puzzles are not well, how do I brain solve this? Most of the time it's like, okay, if I can get up on top of this cliff and then jump down to the rooftop, I can run across the roofs and then I don't have to find anything and I can get the treasure that's like up in that tower. I'm like, that is brilliant. Is that how it's supposed to be played? And everyone's like, dude, there is no how it's supposed to be played. I'm like, oh! <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I love it, too. So it's it's been fantastic. Been enjoying that. Um, I wanted to also bring up uh, a few things I wrote down here. Right. Uh-oh. <laughs> so <laughs> last week, I think it was like last Sunday, we, uh, we ate dinner, and I was just like flipping through YouTube, and then... I was like, something came up with, like, a kookaburra, you know? With, like, the kookaburra and the gum tree, that song. I am aware of a, of a kookaburra, yes. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, yeah, a kookaburra song. And then Toaster One was like, with kookaburra song. I was like, you haven't heard that. You got to hear the kookaburra song. And then I tried to find it, but it was just some, like, dumb, like, modern version. I was like, this isn't it. So I had to go to Barney, and Barney had the top-tier kookaburra song. All right, but then. Barney? Yeah, like, Barney. The dinosaur. The dinosaur, yeah. And then I was like, I haven't watched Barney since I was like four years old. And then I was like, I wonder if I remember any of it. So then I started watching, we watched like the old ass episode of Barney. And I was like, this show's like 80% songs. And, but they're like, they're like kids songs. But I realized that a lot of these songs almost feel like they could be Oktoberfest songs. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for where this is going. <laughs> so there's one song. It was like, look through the window. And he's like, look through the window. And who do I see? It's Michael. It's Michael looking back at me. And I was like, if you add a tuba to this and like, just like a, hey, and everybody drinks after he says, looking back at me, this is 100% just a, a drinking song. You are absolutely correct. The way you sang that, even I can hear the like, 
the glasses clinking together. Yeah, they had like, but instead of a tuba, they used like a flute. And I was like, nah, you don't use a flute here. You use a tuba. All right, 100% tuba. And, it's, and so that was one of them. There's also some other songs. They weren't as powerful of Oktoberfest songs, but like that was the main one that got me. Uh, and then I did remember a few things where I was like, oh my God, I remember that being a thing in my like four-year-old brain. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I think Barney gets a bad rap. People make fun of Barney all the time. It wasn't a bad show. They just sang a bunch of songs. Yeah, no, Barney's great. It's yeah. just, you know, weird, but it's great. It is a little weird, but like there's plenty of stuff that's weird now. Look at all the shows on now. Oh yeah! Once you once you get past Gullah Gullah Island, anything's possible. <laughs> That's true. That was... Gullah Gullah Island was just like F it. Let's get wild. <laughs> they did get that was one of the first shows I think I saw on Nickelodeon when I got cable. Yo Gabba Gabba! Once that existed, uh, uh, there are no rules. Just right. <laughs> yeah. No, that was. There's some top tier. I like when there was like real life puppet costume things. Now everything's just it's all too like digitalized. I don't like oh, that. My, oh. Oh my god. Speaking of, I was on uh Reddit last night and there were, I think it was a, it was like one of the trending posts. There was a uh topic that was like as a parent, what is one of the things you hate most about raising your kids? I was like, "Oh, I got to see what this says." <laughs> and the number one thing was I hate having to watch Ryan's World. I was like, what the hell is Ryan's World? Why do I know that name? So I went and I went to YouTube and looked up Ryan's World. I believe it's that kid that we've talked about forever that, like, unboxed toys and made a bajillion dollars. I mean, his parents probably made a bajillion dollars. But, like, he has all the – dude has, like, cartoon shows and he has, like, vlog shows. And so, of course, the first thing I click on because I was like, oh, I wonder what this – I wonder what this show's about. It's all the entire show was advertising Ryan's World toys. And I was like, oh my God, I get why a parent would lose their mind. This is perfectly designed to sell children things and drive parents crazy. Because <laughs> he's like, oh man, I'm making my new, my new sand sculpture. Oops, I spilled sand everywhere. Looks like I need my Ryan's World vacuum cleaner. And it's clearly a, a vacuum cleaner toy. But he's using it in the video to vacuum up the sand on the ground. I can't tell if it's actually working or just spreading the sand around. <laughs> but I know they're not selling a high-powered vacuum to kids. So whatever it is, it is just like slowly sucking up the sand. And he keeps rubbing the sand on the hardwood floor. And then he keeps trying to vacuum the table. And it just, I keep thinking, oh my god. He is literally just teaching kids to like get a crappy vacuum and then ruin their parents' home. And I was like, if I was a parent, I would have lost my mind looking at this. I'm like, no. I would say we're not no. watching Ryan's World. It's a scam. And then I teach the kid about scams. I can't believe it. And I, I went back and was like, has this kid always been popular? His first video has like 50 million views. First video. I was just like, I can't, I can't deal with this. And then I think I think it's his mom who does a lot of co-starring with him, and I'm just like, this is I don't un, I clearly don't understand the internet because it looks like homemade like just cheesy lame homemade videos of like a dude and his mom, and I'm like, how does this have like 85 million views? How how is this possible? And then I think back to that, I think we might have covered it on this show, 
a while ago where there's like um, parents will just Ooh, okay, put hold on. on. Hold on. Time out. Yeah. The mother of Ryan Kaji, I guess how you say his name, seven, who earned $22 million last year. Yes. Uh, is a convicted criminal who was jailed for shoplifting. <laughs> you know what? People can change, Crendor. People can change. Maybe she had to shoplift because they had to feed themselves in the beginning, and now she has $22 million. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible, but... Maybe. <laughs> you got to look for the good in people and not the part about them shoplifting. <laughs> uh, it's just, uh, it seems pretty scummy to have your kid be like doing all this. Like, uh, there is TV. a lot of pushback on um, this channel and many other channels about how most of it seems to be the parents yeah. coaching the children and teaching, like making the children do this because they're making all the money, not the kids. Yeah. There's a lot of pushback on that. And that's in the Reddit post. There was a lot of people being like, I can't stand it because it's just this parent exploiting their kid. But yeah. like, I don't know. We don't know the background of that. That's just people being like, you know, petty and catty. So, I mean, I don't know. It, but I do know that if I was a parent and I had a kid watching like an entire playlist of that, I would go insane. I would go insane. I, would not, it is I, like, just, I wouldn't allow it. We're not watching oh, Ryan's uh, World. We're going to watch Barney. All right. <laughs> We're going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be the Hell kid yes. line to not watch Barney, and I'd be watching Barney singing songs. Just like, We're watching this. We're watching Barney. <laughs> Papa. For some reason, that's your child. Papa. <laughs> I want to watch the YouTubes. We're watching Barney, and you're going to like it. <laughs> oh, but purple dinosaurs aren't real, Papa. In fact, dinosaurs had feathers. Where'd you learn that nonsense? <laughs> From YouTube. That's lies. <laughs> that Ryan kid's lying to you to sell you a bird. Get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then... We watched uh, the Nickelodeon game shows, because then that reminded me of the game shows that used to be on Nickelodeon. We watched uh, Double Dare. Remember Love Double that. Dare? Great Good. show. Yeah, yeah, great show. Um, it was With, funny. Uh, what like, was his name? Mark? Yeah, there was Mark something? Summers. Mark Summers. Yeah, and then they had Double Dare 2000, which was like they tried to reinvent it. Nah, um, you can't reinvent that shit. <laughs> but it's always funny because like they there's like a family doing it, and then they have like the kid trying to do it. But the kid would always be the worst at the thing, so he's like trying to catch these giant popcorn kernels in a big bucket as it shoots out of a cannon thing. And they're like, "You can't cross that line." And he kept crossing the line. And they're like, "You can't, you can't cross that line." But then the the popcorn machine wasn't even shooting him past the line. I'm like, just let him go past the line. You're not if you're not going to shoot him that far. Yeah. I mean, was the family shooting the popcorn? Who was shooting the popcorn? No, nah, just the the show. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> it was show, dumb. That sucks. Yeah. yeah, that was stupid. Uh, and then there was Figure It Out. That was a great show. You ever figure see Figure it, it out. out? Yeah, Figure It Out. I don't, I don't remember Figure It Out. I remember you can't do that on television. Or was it you can't say that on television? One of the two. The one where they'd slime them. They'd be like, hey, Jennifer. they open the locker. Like, what do you call a man who farts in sign language? Boy, I hope... Uh, I, don't know, I don't know where that joke's going. I don't know where that joke's going. Uh, and uh, they'd be like, I don't know what... And then Slime would hit him in the face. I do not remember that show. 
Oh um, man, it, it was a very nineties. That was very, just like hold, just like okay, Mark Summers, very nineties. So the show aired from nineteen seventy nine to nineteen ninety. So that explained why I didn't see it because it, <laughs> uh, so it went off the air when I was one, and then <laughs> figure it out was nineteen ninety seven. So I would have been like eight. I don't eight. remember. I don't remember. Figure, figure it out. Yeah, and know. they had like a bunch of panelists, and they would get slime, and they try to figure out what this kid would do. So like a kid would come out and be like, "I'd uh, eat popsicles all day or something," and then they'd have to figure out what the kid did. And at the end of the show, he would demonstrate. So like the one I watched was a kid raised ferrets or rescued ferrets and the other kid was like a black belt or a brown belt in karate or something oh this was the so there's there's very similar shows to this that are for adults especially british shows uh, um and this is just the nickelodeon version where they brought on nick stars to guess what the person yeah did. gotcha yeah 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 uh yeah i definitely didn't watch this because this i can tell i didn't watch this because in 97 i was uh, was I? I think I was just entering high school, so I was like, "No, nah, I'm trying to get laid." Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the age difference. The age difference here. Yeah, I was like, "No, no, no, I don't give a, I don't give a damn about it." <laughs> it's like I, I know many. Uh, strangely enough, I know many people in my life who used to be Nickelodeon celebrities, and I don't recognize any of them as celebrities because I never <laughs> once watched. I was like too old. I real I realize that I have a strong contingent of friends that are like 32. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. You're still, uh, you, you, you're like, uh, way too young for me. <laughs> I don't know what you did or why you did it. Don't care. Uh, well, that's why it's weird because, like, uh, we probably brought it up before. But like, the older you get, everybody else just is younger. But you used to be that age. So then, when you're 32, you're like, ah, yeah, 28. Yeah, I remember that I was young. And then you get to like 42, and you're like, ah, 32. Yeah, I remember. And then you get to like 80, and you're like, oh, it's 74. Yeah, I remember being 74. It's a good I time. I watched a video of a mom who was like 85. I think it was, I don't know where it was. It was like in a subway, maybe. Mom was like 85, giving a piece of candy to like her 67 year old daughter. And I was like, God, that is trippy. <laughs> That's trippy to that me. That is trippy. <laughs> she's like, here you go. And she's like, here you go. And then the other old lady's like, thank you, mama. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's mind-blowing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like the – I watched all those shows as a kid. I like the game shows. I like – well, I mean, I obviously love the cartoons. Uh, but they – I don't know. It feels like now all the Nickelodeon shows are just – like Disney Channel style sitcoms with like actual kids. Now I gotta look. Nickelodeon full episodes. What's on Nickelodeon right now? Danger Force. Mm, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> so they still got SpongeBob. I see SpongeBob. Yeah, yep. I see Danger Force. Don't know what that is. Uh, Patrick Star Show. Uh, that's just SpongeBob. In fact, yeah, they uh, have the like Smurfs? three branches of SpongeBob as their own show. Yeah, Camp Coral. They have so much SpongeBob. <laughs> Warped. Uh, Don't know what that is. That girl, Lele. Yep. I watched a Twitch bounty for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Did great you? Great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> the Loud House. 
Fairly Odd Parents, which I guess is a live action Fairly Odd Parents, which is already weird to oh, me. Oh, that is weird, yeah. Uh, that girl JoJo I see everywhere. It's a pony. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin definitely looks like he's trying to fuck. What is this? <laughs> what? No, dude. Click on Alvin and the Chipmunks. This sucks. What this is sucks. This? That looks oh, like a my. boy that just has a weird like piece of hair strip going down to his nose. <laughs> that, is, that is really weird, yeah. This sucks. <laughs> Who decided this is how? What is? This is so weird. They're not even like chipmunks. They're just people. With this chipmunk-esque hair. <laughs> Bagdasarian Productions. Who is Bag... Bagdasarian Productions? Who who made this garbage? This is... I am... Animation Company. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, I don't God. like this. And they got Rugrats in that same style. It's like creepy 3D... <laughs> like Unity Engine. I don't know what this is. Like, oh my ugh. This, this is weird. What? I hate I hate this. This is this sucks. Yeah. Bagdasarian Productions is an American production company founded by Ross Bagdasarian Sr., also known as David Seville. <laughs> David Seville. The company holds all the rights to Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, what the hell? The company is currently owned and operated by Ross Bagdasarian Jr. And Janice Carmen. Huh. This is, and all they do is make Alvin and the Chipmunk stuff. What? That's it. That's all they make. Is is they own the rights to Alvin and the Chipmunks, and so they have all the rights to the original Alvin and the Chipmunks TV show on CBS from 1961 to 1962. They have the Alvin and the Chipmunks 1983 to 1990 NBC shows, and they have. Alvin and the Chipmunks 2015 to present from Nickelodeon 111 episodes and they and the Chipmunks don't look like Chipmunks um, I can't <laughs> I can't do this I can't do this Yeah this is what happened What happened Uh it's just like here's the thing like looking at all these shows are the years from now you know how they're like oh like I want to watch reruns of like Rugrats or SpongeBob or Hey Arnold or like, you know, the classics. All right? That sounds like such an old thing to say too. Back in my <laughs> But like is anybody going to be like, "Oh man, I want to go back and watch Alvin and the Chipmunks." <laughs> I can't figure out how you can own the rights to Alvin and the Chipmunks and just make them look like chibi kids. Yes. Like it's, it's very, I'm looking at a clip and it's very clear that they're just in like high school. There's yeah. chipmunks in high school, but instead of being like, <laughs> they're like hobbits instead of chipmunks. <laughs> yeah, they're like just little tiny people. I'm outraged by this. <laughs> I can't figure out what the hell I'm looking at. Yeah, I don't. I don't like this. I don't like this, and it's dumb. <laughs> We've gone full old man. Like I don't like it. I don't like, I don't it. like it, and it's dumb. The thing is, like, I I wouldn't even mind if there was, like, new shows that looked, like, good. Like, some of these, they're, like, like with animation, right, where they're, like, actually animating it by hand and stuff, usually it was better because they just, people put effort into it. Like, the, the worst part about these is it feels like they just ran it through a computer, like, pump this shit out to the kids, they'll watch it. <laughs> like, that's what it feels like. 
Give me the classics, like Cory in the house. <laughs> you know, a staple. Hori? Hori in the house? Cory in the house. Oh, Cory in the house is different. Hori in the house is a whole other show. Yeah, no, that's. We're looking for Cory. One of the best animes. I'm looking of our for Hori in the house. <laughs> Hori, what are you doing? Uh, Not on the kitchen table, Hori. I eat there. <laughs> the canned Nickelodeon laughter in the background. <laughs> that's that. Yes, it is. All right. You know what else is is that's that? What? Oof. <laughs> Babble. Whether it's saving more, or spending less, getting organized, or losing weight, there's a lot of worthwhile goals to set for yourself this year. At the top of my list, as always, is continuing to learn Spanish on Babble. Well, relearn. Let's be real. <laughs> It's the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. As I mentioned, I'm going through Spanish again. I'm actively trying to relearn everything I learned uh, 20 years ago at this point. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a language on the go. Other language learning apps are using AI for their lesson plans, but... Babbel lessons are created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn on Babbel. There's lessons that you can take, podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. Plus, Comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, you can save up to 65% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash cox. That's babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash cox to save up to 65% off your subscription. That's Babbel, learning for life. All right, Crendo, let's go to Chapter 7. Let's go to Crendo. The traffic out there. Oh boy, traffic is pretty wild, but I wanted to take this segment to talk about root beer candies. I recently <laughs> <laughs> I recently had some root beer candies again after not having them in a long time, and they do indeed taste like root beer, but they were not the ones shaped like the little root beer barrels, which is a little disappointing. Back to you. What were they shaped like? Uh, they were just shaped like normal round candies. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. no. Root beer candies, you're only allowed to have them in barrel shape and or bottle shape. Yeah, yeah. Any um, other candy that's root beer flavored? Trash. Get it out of here. Yeah, get it out of here. Uh, it was, you know, I mean, it, the first two ingredients were like cane sugar and corn syrup. So it was like, it was like double the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> but They were like, all right, all right. Put the cane, sh okay, cane sugar's in. <laughs> Still not sweet enough. All right, crank it up the syrup. Put the cheap sugar in. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Uh, no one can tell the difference. Just dump it in. They're right. Still good. Still tastes like root yes. beer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go to weather. Weather time. We're going to uh, Chan Hassan, Minnesota, home of Ek and Car. I'm sorry. What? I don't know what that is. What did you just say? <laughs> it says 
Chanhassen, Minnesota, Minnesota, home of Ekan Car. <laughs> you can't just keep saying it like somehow I'm know what you Ek? How what is it how's it spelled? Here, that's how you spell it. What the sh that's fake. <laughs> a can car? A can car, the path of spiritual freedom? Are we getting trolled? What are you talking about? I don't know. Somebody <laughs> Somebody said this is the home of it. I don't know. Here's what's crazy is there's a lot of a Kankar stuff in it, it, like around me. <laughs> a lot. A Kankar is a new religious movement founded by Paul Twitchell in 1965. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. No, this is, uh, I don't know about this one, but I will do the weather for chain this. <laughs> Currently, it is. It's going to be Minnesota, so it's going to be cold. Uh, 25 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, you got a high of 29, a low of 16. Uh, feels like 15 degrees with those 9 mile an hour winds. 30.17 inches of pressure, 10 miles of visibility. Dew point 19 and a waxing crescent moon phase. Ah, looking at the 10 day. You got 27 degrees, partly cloudy tomorrow. 34, mostly cloudy on Tuesday. 21 on Wednesday, 19 on Thursday, 19 on Friday, 23 on Saturday, and then the warm-up to 35 on Sunday with literally as clouds throughout the week. So, yeah, cold and cloudy. <laughs> All right. What's going on, sports? Sports. Uh, Sports. We've got a lot of sports happening. So, uh... If you didn't know, the uh, Paralympics actually started. Uh, and they even have curling. Dude, I'm going to watch Paralympic curling, like 100%. That's cool. When did it start? It started like uh, two days ago, so it's pretty recent. They go for another week. They even had their own like opening ceremony and everything. And you remember how the, the panda was the last one? Yes. Now it's a big lantern head guy. Is it also in Japan? Or uh, it's in China. Oh. Lantern head. Here, look at him. Uh, yeah, the Beijing 2022 Paralympics. Yeah, see, here he is. This is the lantern head guy. Oh, Jesus. I just... <laughs> I don't even know what I just well, sent to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do see the lantern head guy. Okay, there you and go. He's hanging out. he's hanging out with the... Uh, the panda. With the panda, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like the, I like the lantern head guy. Can I tell you? Mm. Both of them, great mascots... Unlike that shitty Chicago Bull. <laughs> that guy sucks, Grendor. Sucks. I disagree. Still great. Mm, nope. These guys are so cute. These guys are like, you can, you can, it looks like you can squish them. That's the kind of mascot we need. Squishable. My mascot, mascots shouldn't be physically fit. That's all I'm saying. Mascots um, shouldn't be able to like flex on you. It's not, it's not cool. That's true. That's, they could probably beat you up, those mascots. Yeah, they, they, uh, any mascots that are cute, like these two. Well, in the NBA, we've got the Heat at the top of the East with the 76ers, Bucks, and Bulls uh, up there, and then the Celtics, Cavaliers, Raptors, Hornets. In the West, we got the Suns, the Grizzlies, the Warriors, the Jazz, the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the Timberwolves, and the Clippers all up there as we close in on the end of the season. Only got like two, three weeks left for NBA. I think it's three weeks or something. Uh, then in NHL standings, 
We got the Panthers at the top with the Lightning right behind. We got the Hurricanes up the top. We got the Avalanche way up at the top. And then we got the Flames with the Kings right behind. Uh, as I believe the NHL usually is about the same time as uh, basketball. So usually when those playoffs start, the basketball playoffs start as well. So that's uh, should be uh, should be a good time over in both those sports right there. And baseball supposed to be starting around now, but they've been in a lockout, and so it hasn't. What is our fact of the day? Fact of the day. Fact of the day. Um, <laughs> it's like a terrible alarm. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got, for 100 years, maps have shown an island that doesn't exist. To this day? Oh. Almost. You can't just... Well, we're going to find out. Okay. Almost nothing is known about Sandy Island, a landmass about the size of Manhattan in the Pacific Ocean off the coast of Australia. Supposedly, explorer James Cook discovered it in 1774 and it began appearing on nautical maps in 1908. It wasn't until 2012 when a team of Australian scientists set out to survey the island and they discovered there was no island there at all. Scientists guessed that Cook may have in fact spotted a pumice raft of floating volcanic stone and gas. The Sydney Morning Herald even published an obituary for saying the island. All right, so clearly there are two different... Because there's... When you type in Sandy Island, you are given what appears to be a tourist destination of, like, a sand barge kind of, like, tiki, probably sex club in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's interesting. The actual Sandy Island is proven not to exist via satellite imagery. How did it take so long for this to... You're absolutely right. This is all recent. Yeah. This is actually pretty wild. Just nobody knew this island didn't exist. I just, it just seems weird to me that we would, for years, be like, it's, no, it's definitely there. <laughs> he said it's there. It's got to be. It's seen on numerous maps and article charts. charts chart, nautical charts. That's right. I'm from Boston now. Uh, even Google Earth has captured the popular image. How did Google Earth capture it? I don't know. But a team of geologists traveling by ship through the area discovered it wasn't there. That's so weird. So how did Google Earth capture it, though? What? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it... Maybe it was there and then... I don't know. I don't know how these things work. On Google Earth, there straight up is a, like, there's like a blob there of where it would be. Huh. Huh. That is fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it straight up doesn't exist anymore. Man. Although, although, <laughs> Google Maps is hiding Phantom Island that disappeared in 2012. Oh. <laughs> Yes, well, there, there we go. It's it been a, there how it can it possibly be around since 7074 and not be around now? Ah, there's the conspiracies. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> uh, man, that is interesting. That's well, crazy. That's All your right. fact of the day. Look at that. Wow. Let's get to our big news story of the day. Big news story of the day. We got two of them. They're smaller okay. ones. Okay, I always love when we got two choices. <laughs> now nah, we're just doing both. Okay. All right. 
We're starting with Guinness declares massive Israeli strawberry as world's heaviest. <laughs> I love the idea of like, I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, for what? Uh, heaviest strawberry. <laughs> yeah, like what? a weird statement. When did it become a thing? Like, I grew the biggest fruit. <laughs> biggest vegetable. Probably America. I'm sure we had something to do with it. That's I true. grew the biggest pumpkin, <laughs> and I got it in the Guinness Book of World Records. Like, okay, cool, cool. Um, and then just branched out into the world, or was just yeah. you know, we just stole it somehow. I mean, <laughs> we can me. and will, yeah. Or the British did, one hundred percent, because they can't grow anything. <laughs> so they just stole the biggest strawberries and took them back. Uh, <laughs> after a year-long jam, a mammoth Israeli strawberry is entering the record books. Weighing a whopping 289 grams, 10.19 ounces, more than a half a pound, the Titanic berry this week was declared the world's largest by the Guinness World Record books. It doesn't, it doesn't look good, though. You know, like, I yeah. expect it to look like a badass strawberry, and it just doesn't. It just looks old and <laughs> sad. I feel like that strawberry sometimes. <laughs> and moldy. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, we waited for a year for the results, Ariel said. We kept it in the freezer for a year. It's no longer as pretty as it was. Uh, the supersized strawberry is a local variety called Lan. Lan tends to grow to a hefty size. So the record-setting specimen has shrunk to about half the size it was the year before. Previous record holder for the heaviest strawberry was a Japanese fruit grown in 2015 in Fukuoka that tipped the scales of 8.8 ounces, 250 grams. The weight turned out to be fruitful, Ariel said. He jumped up and get down. Out. In his no, <laughs> get out of town. <laughs> he jumped up and down and... Wait. He jumped up and down in his car laughing and singing when he got the news. We were very happy to be in the Guinness World Records. At least he's happy. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> you earned it, Yeah, I guess. Um, and then we've got this story, also involving food. Wha okay. Customers accuse Las Vegas restaurant of selling THC-tainted Thai food. How? Crendor, how? <laughs> Although, it sounds amazing, but how? <laughs> well, more than 30 people who ate at a Thai restaurant in Vegas this year have reported getting sick. Health officials are investigating what led up to what they called an unusual illness. Patrons of the Secret of Siam restaurant located on Centennial Center Boulevard reported increased heart rates, blurred vision, disorientation, loss of consciousness, and numbness or tingling within hours loss of being at the restaurant. Loss of consciousness? <laughs> what the hell kind of weed was in this? This is crazy. <laughs> Damn, they got dosed. Wow. <laughs> A phone number for the restaurant, which has been closed since earlier this month, rang unanswered. The health district is asking anyone who ate there in January or February to take a survey on the website. Vegas police have also fielded some reports of illness. Restaurant opened in 2019 and consistently passed inspection, they reported. Some customers have told local news outlets they suspected their food was tainted with THC, the compound in cannabis that produces the high sensation, after seeking medical attention and testing positive for it. I can't even... <laughs> I but like what how maybe they just uh they were cooking and they're like use that 
the the oil and then he thought it was just the THC oil and accidentally used the THC oil they were using for after work. But like the amount the amount of oil involved. That if they just dumped a bunch of THC, that's like a thousand bucks worth of oil. Like they just <laughs> Well I, yeah, they're probably like, upset about it. They're probably like, ah dumped all my weed oil <laughs> into the food. We gotta serve this. That would explain why uh everyone there almost just passed out right there. If you I can only imagine Oh yeah. The the amount of THC needed for you to just be like Oh, oh, I'm gonna take a nap right here. Okay. Good night, everybody. I can't. Wow, that is ludicrous. Okay. Yeah. And uh those are your big news stories of the day. Alright, well that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening or watching however enjoying this podcast, Grendor. Head up to socials. We got socials. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. All the podcasts up over there. You can cut off a podcast part. Go to YouTube.com slash Crendor. Or <laughs> you can go there, but you go to YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor and see all the animations. Very fun. Uh, you can also go to our stuff. We got YouTube.com slash Cox. Oh, oh my God. I'm like losing it. YouTube.com slash Jesse Cox. YouTube.com slash Crendor. Twitter, Jesse Cox. Twitter, Crendor. Twitch TV, Jesse Cox. Twitter, Twitch. Just type in Jesse Cox in the internet or type in Crendor in the internet. You'll find it. Patreon.com slash Jesse Cox. Patreon.com slash Crendor. That's it for us. (laughs) Thanks so much. See you all next time. And as always, to be continued. (laughs) 